We're live. Week three. Episode, Episode three. three. Episode three, week three. Either one works. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm going to keep plugging away at it, right? Keep plugging. <laughs> All we can do. And thrown in a deep end of the pool. Now we're trying to swim our way to the side. I was not a very good, strong swimmer growing up. So uh, even though I was on the swim team, still. I was going to say, you were on the swim team. I know. I know. But really, backstroke was kind of my thing. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, that's, that's kind of like treading water, I guess. Jody's going to give us a hard time about bringing up swimming and having uh, no clue what we're talking about. I so Sorry. Okay. I will say that Spring Valley Pool had the best freaking hot dogs ever. They were split you and put on a griddle. <laughs> about those hot dogs ever since I met you. Did we, we went there once, right? We went there. It was a July 4th thing, I think. We were home After and July the church 4th, yeah. had something out there. I don't know that we actually went in the pool, though. No. One of the pools, but I think the pool was like we went over to like where they have the shelter, and we had like a there's a cookout. Well, wait a minute, thing. then we had the kids, and didn't they go in? Because it was, I mean, this wasn't a pool though, so much it was a lake. Uh, it's like a pool slash lake. It has like a big cement thing in the center and a, lo- a tall uh, diving board in the leather. Yeah, and the little shack where they had the. Yeah, it should be noted this is in Granville, Ohio. We were yes. talking about Spring Valley they, Pool. Anyone my age or probably even a little bit younger. I mean, that was like, there's lots of memories made at Spring Valley Pool. I mean, your summers are spent yeah. and, and there are, there are people who for decades had spots like that were their spots, the moms, <laughs> like, you know, and then when you got into high school, you were able to sit at the special tables yeah. and yeah, it's a, it's a pretty big deal. Lemon heads and Boston baked beet, like the little, the candies, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like they had that and like mm-hmm. chick, um, chick something like, 10 cent candies and you had a little brown envelope with your money your parents put in that you could spend and then when you were all out right. you know anyway yeah i how do we go to how did we get to this because <laughs> we got thrown in the deep end of the pool with a small business <laughs> to pool memories at <laughs> spring valley spring pool, valley pool Ohio. Yeah. which is no longer there right right filled I in i mean there's nothing what is there now I don't even know. I, I'm on this like Facebook page. You know, you're from Granville, Ohio, if and every now and then a Spring Valley post will pop up. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah. Spring Valley pool was a <laughs> it was a big deal. They had a out in the parking lot. They had a stone that like you tried to get the, the sword and the stone out. You know, they had a and there's a sword what, in it. What, did and, they have somebody hiding up in the rafters no. with a button like it? No. Right on the backside of Cinderella's castle. Yeah. No. From no. The carousel. As yeah. magical as my childhood was, that was not a magic <laughs> thing that happened. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, you know what? I think we should start the show. Okay. It is the Sam and M podcast at samwalkerobxnews.com. How you doing? It's episode three. I'm Sam. I'm M. Last time we checked anyway. <laughs> I'm wearing, I'm, you're wearing your, I, and I'm not going to do that joke. No. <laughs> we are brought to you by... State Line Power Wash, locally owned and operated by Parker and Smith Hammer. Pressure washing, painting, concrete floor, ceiling, serving the Outer Banks of Northeastern North Carolina. Over 145 star reviews on Google alone. Schedule now for the winter and early spring discounts at StatelinePowerWash.com and get yourself a free estimate and speaking of five stars make sure you're giving us five stars and all your favorite Uh, podcast apps 
YouTube, Facebook, hit that like button, hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell, all that stuff. So you know what's going on with this on the Sam and M podcast and at SamWalkerOBXNews.com. So what to talk about this week? And uh, we are in week two, as you mentioned that the in the cold open week three of the podcast, but really fully week two of SamWalkerOBXNews.com. Mm-hmm. What should we talk about? I think before we go any farther, I think we need to do a little explanation of SamWalkerOBXNews.com and um, why it is and what what it what was coming from it. Right. Is that okay for a second? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, um, I, it, it is. It's hard for me to try to explain in a short amount of time. Wh- you know what's what this entails, but at the same time. There's some thoughts in my head that I want to say, and we talked about it pre-show. Don't say that. Say this. And if there's anything that I have learned in 32 years together, um, is no, well, it'll be 33 in September. You're always right. I'm always right. <laughs> but at the same time, what do you think? What ladies? Should I say? It took a long what, time to get him there. Yeah, <laughs> it's taken a long time. Well, let me let me just say this. Right. I just want to say that like we have had ninety nine point nine percent positive feedback, amazing feedback. Yeah. People have been liking, sharing. People have been subscribing. It has just been it it has been amazing. And I just I, I've made posts, and I just cannot say thank you enough. And and we definitely feel the love and <laughs> appreciate it. Really? So that I always. Always, 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 Sam and I want people to know how much we appreciate it. Different points in our life when our when our son passed away, we feel the love. We just we don't know how to say we appreciate it, but we do, and and that's very important. And we have had nothing except for just a little bit of um, two or three comments, really, out of hundreds of comments. Um, haters gonna haters gonna hate. Haters are gonna hate. You know, I love my son Swifty. <laughs> I'm a big Swifty fan. We'll get into that one day. But anyway, um, but. The, the comments were basically that Sam was selling out and Sam was going for a money grab um, and doing Sam Walker OBX news um, dot com. And it's a subscription. You can get you can get part of it for free. It's through this Patreon um, and it's eleven ninety nine a month for a subscription. And I just to be a founder to be a founder because yeah, that's what you're doing. If you if those that group who has already done this and we had as we talked about last week, we had someone sign up before we even launched. We've had yes. friends, I mean, close friends who were in within minutes of the actual physical launch when I posted the video announcing it uh, on uh, January 5th, um, and it's been great. But we wanted, we wanted to make them a part. I wanted to make them, you, wanted to make you a part of this, and that's why we call, I called it Founders, because that's what you're doing. You're founding something brand new that's never been done or tried here on the Outer Banks and in Northeastern North Carolina. And we do want to be, though, 100% transparent. If anything anything anybody knows about Sam and Emily, we're also transparent, probably to a fault. Sometimes yeah. people know too much about us. But anyway, yeah. that's just how we are. Um, and so we wanted to just talk about the why yeah. of, a prescri- of a prescription. Lord have mercy. I, she's she's been, <laughs> trying to learn this terminology since we started this. It's uh, all, we know what you're saying, prescription, but subscription, subscription, founder. Yes, yes. Right. yes. Um, and so the, the purpose of that is... It, 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 you, before in the past when you presented the news, 
you've had a paycheck, you've had an employer, you were the employee and you were doing a job. You are still doing that job of which you love and love to do all the time. But now you are unfortunately or fortunately, I look at it, I'm a glass half full. So I think fortunately you have become your own employer. Mm -hmm. And so you have to pay yourself. Um, And that's just a fact of life. And so the subscription or being a founder is really no different than getting a Netflix um, subscription. No, no different than becoming part of getting your local newspaper subscription. So it's not anything that we really want to harp on or go on forever. But I just Sam's not very good at like. I'm not. I'm not. I am awful at sales. I mean, I'll be straight up. That was the one thing that scared me coming out of college and going to the broadcast business was I was, I was, you know, I didn't have to handle the money on it. I did f- try it for six months and it was a disaster back in 1998 and then stepped away, came back to the business in 1999 as an on-air person. And then it went from there. And then the last two years, there was some things, it, it just didn't work. Uh, so, you know, it comes in on December 27th and it was like, okay, there's a kick in the pants. You got to figure out what you're going to do. And there were some very generous offers there in terms of we'll get you something, but looking at it and us having very, very long conversations between Christmas and new year's, thank goodness it actually did happen when it did. Now to look back at it and it was was not a fun holiday season in the end it was magical for the whole the lead up to it i mean but with having the grandkids uh and then but we had the time together to flesh this out and come up with no don't do that you're gonna do this and having our closest friends and our friends who we've made over the years through social media and friends who we've made through showing up at meetings and friends we have not talked to in years who have stepped in and already signed up and become founders. It's been, it's really been amazing, but it, it, but it is what pays the bills. I mean, it helps pay the bills. So so that, that's, that's all we have to say. I just wanted to, I just thought it was very important that we explained the fact that this isn't, this isn't just like a a fun side thing. Like this is who you are. Say Sam, Sam, Sam absolutely loves it. There was no other option than to figure out how to continue doing it. And we have found a way and you all are helping us continue. But I just, that's enough of it. But I just really felt strongly that we needed to, to say that Sam isn't selling out and Sam isn't going up for a money grab. This is, this is just a, you know, just a subscription um, or you being a founder of something that I think is amazing. And um, we appreciate every single person who takes time to, become a founder and who listens to us. So thank you. And everybody who's signed up just to be a member with the free membership, yes. which gets you a, gets you things, but to get the full scope of what we offer at samwalkerobxnews.com, be a founder because then you're getting full access to everything. Plus we're going to throw in all these bonus features. And that's one thing, you know, we'll be two weeks old. Uh, by the time the podcast is out and by the time you're listening to this, samwalkerobxnews.com is two weeks old. And to get all the founders we've gotten, uh, to get all the members, the free members that we've gotten so far, all the additional people who have signed up on social media for stuff, 
and you know, at the same time, what this does is allows me to go out and do more things to present, pre- give you content and keep you informed uh, and come up with cool things to do. Like, and we're recording this on Wednesday. This was the, just a couple hours before we went to air. I was out there on 158 out Barco Food Mart. Shout out to Ike Midget and, and Rick Suddeth for letting me say it, set up in the parking lot with the webcam and the laptop on the back of the tailgate of the Jeep and record the Wounded Warriors in Action parade slash escort and bring people that because it was in the middle of the afternoon who couldn't see it. We'll be able to go do those things. I'm planning after, you know, we got a meeting on Thursday with the Dare County Housing Initiative or the Housing Task Force. At the same time, that after midday, they're going to go burn down Pamlico Chacks over there in Nags Head at Whalebone. I'm, my goal is, and again, we're recording this Wednesday, is go out there and live stream it. If that meeting ends fast enough, I can go out and live stream it. Those are the cool things I love doing because we're able to bring you something that nobody else is doing, is being on the scene and giving you that firsthand, first look, live blogging of meetings, live blogging of events, you know, and be able to do more. But by getting founders, we're able to do more with that. But at the same time, and be honest with you, so that the lights are on and the internet's paid (laughs) and the water bill's paid and all that stuff requires me to work. I mean, I'd love to sit home and be stay-at-home dad. I was sort of kind of stay-at-home dad raising the kids. But having another job that I paid, that essentially paid for daycare, <laughs> I mean, all right, yeah. enough. <laughs> okay. So, what we're saying in the end, thank you to everyone who's been yes, a founder. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who signed up as a member. Please consider the eleven ninety nine a month to become a founder, just because it it helps you, it helps us, it, it helps the whole situation, and everything will be better. <laughs> will be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Boom. <laughs> So, but thank you. Yes, All right. Thank you. Okay. But we just thought that was something Emily really thought it was, we needed to clear the air about that part of things. I mean, as far as why we went that route and eventually it will evolve. I mean, thank, you know, thank you. State line power wash for yes. jumping on the podcast on episode two and, and signing up. We've got other people who've already expressed interest and we're working on that now with both that figuring out a way to get the website eventually to a point where we got, advertisers on the website that takes a little bit more work with Patreon. And that's where, you know, eventually we may, you know, there's some things, this is an evolving thing. It's, it's going to be an ever evolving thing, no different than the news and how we gather the news and the information and how this place of 110 miles of sandbar in the middle of the ocean and all these five fingers that stick into a sound, uh, evolve, have evolved over the, the millennials, millennium, millennia, millennia, uh, we're evolving and evolving with this. So. All right. So enough about that. Welcome to my world. people. <laughs> one Sometimes thing about a it. simple yes, no is not a simple yes. It's no. One thing about it, as much as we share on social media, our lives and share all of our experiences and share the news at the same time, the podcast is just giving it a whole avenue to share what it really is like uh, between these ears, between these uh, cans that I wear, it's 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 it, a bunch of cats around. It's like herding cats up there, as we say when we're ref- officiating the little kids. It's it's like herding cats. So, mm-hmm. 
All right, so uh, that's uh, enough about that. Uh, let's do this. How about this? We need to thank our sponsor. And that sponsor, of course, is, and I've, I've been playing with music all day, trying to figure out what I was going to use for today's spot. And I think I'll do this one. I'll see if Emily recognizes it. Sounds like a Disney ride. <laughs> is it Figment? No. Oh. No, it's not. It's not uh, imagination thing. It's the exit ramp. It's the exit walkway now at Space Mountain. A little known fact at our house, you can probably walk in at any time and Sam will have some Disney ride music or parade. Or, or watching someone walk around the parks for 12 hours with a live stream. It gets a little intense, y'all. A little intense. All right. Well, the Sam and M podcast is brought to you by StatelinePowerWash.com. That's right. Pressure washing, painting, concrete floor ceiling. You got those fuzzy bill bodies still stuck on the siding, even though the 70-mile-an-hour winds didn't blow them off and then the ice this morning didn't freeze them off? They're there. Get them off. That driveway, deck, or roof looking all grimy and slimy? Gutter washing. Think about it. We hadn't had a lot of rain in this fall, and all those leaves and pine straw that collected in the gutters got to go somewhere, and it's stuck up there, and then we get these gully washers, these gutter washer storms, and the water's not coming out. Well, get state line power wash to go up there and clean the gutters for you. Uh, they've got a process to get those shingles looking shiny. Even old roofs can look brand new. Ready to freshen up the outside or inside of your home? Then State Line Power Wash will get you covered with their painting services. Brightens the look of your primary home, that home that may be going on the market, or your vacation rental at StatelinePowerWash.com. Garage floor needs a coating right now? Well, State Line Power Wash uses a polyaspartic, polyaspartic, I'm going to learn it, seal, polyaspartic seal. Same stuff used in commercial kitchens. Take the hose and hose it off. You can do that to your garage too. Concrete seals, coatings, finishing touches for any outdoor space, whether it's a patio, pool pad, or driveway. StatelinePowerWash.com. Locally owned and operated by Parker and Smith Hammer. They grew up right here in Currituck with local staff, so you know you're keeping it local with Stateline Power Wash. And they've got over 145-star reviews on Google too. From Moyak to Manio, Edenton to Ducks, schedule now with Stateline Power Wash. That's StatelinePowerWash.com and grab their winter and early spring discounts. You'll find them on all your social media platforms too. StatelinePowerWash.com. Call them, 252-421-3775 and get your free estimate. That's StatelinePowerWash.com. Thank you, boys, for shouting us out and helping us out here on the Sam and Elm podcast. Yes, thank you. All right, so uh, let's uh, we've we've had so much great feedback, not just about the site, but about the show, about the podcast, about the Sam and Ed podcast, and some of that's been great comments and great suggestions, but and great questions uh, mm-hmm. about stuff we've talked about, and you know we're going to go all over the map with the show. We've talked about that before. It's it's a stream of consciousness. Yes, there are scripts. I didn't let him print them out for me today. No, I, I wrote a few notes, but I did not. Let him I am typing in a Google Doc and print it if I have to, so I don't lose it. But so, uh, um, you've had a couple of comments from folks about uh, what they want to kind of follow up from our first two episodes. So, mm-hmm. what, what, what are we going to start with? Um, a couple of people asked me, like, well, what 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 are some of the things you've noticed with with the weight loss? Okay. Um, what are some of the things, um, like you noticed before and after about it that mm-hmm. are different? Right. Um, I had two people ask me that, so I don't want to say it was like a lot, but I had two people ask the same kind of question. Um, 
So there's the obvious, there's, there's the obvious that I feel healthier. Um, you know, I've got tons more energy. Um, I feel mentally, I think I feel better. I don't think I really ever thought of myself as a depressive person, but I think when I look back, there probably was a lot of depressive behavior or, you know, um, things like that. Um, and then obviously it's actually really nice to be able to order smaller size clothes. It's fun. (laughs) Um, I'm wearing horizontal. My mother used to say, you can't wear horizontal stripes. It's not for big people. Um, she didn't really say it like that, but there was, she said no horizontal stripes. So Mm -hmm. I'm wearing horizontal stripes. Um, um, so there, there's that, um, and I, I, I'm a big thrift store person. I love to go to a thrift store. Um, last weekend I went to pick up Harper and she was taking a nap so I stopped at the first store and I came home with a couple things for myself and even for Sam some some pants um so it, it it's nice to to be able to go um and just do those so those are the obvious things um something I probably didn't notice before about myself was I've always thought of myself as a fairly confident person like I I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think of myself as not confident but I just notice myself now being more confident in mm-hmm. what I say or how I say it or entering a room with people I don't know. Um, I'm on the board of trustees at COA now, and that's entailed going to a couple of different conferences and stuff. And um, I feel more confident, I think, than I would have differently going in um, and, and speaking or saying, you know, meeting people or strangers. Yeah. Um, so I think I think my confidence um is definitely better and it's obvious a much more obvious now than uh you know at the time where you were you know in in the near the three bills that it you know you do feel you don't have that apprehension of even getting up and going something as simple as going to church or something like Mm -hmm. that and not feeling like oh god i don't want any of these people to see me um you know even it, even this right here, right. what we're doing now would have never happened no. prior to this. You would have not wanted to be on camera. You would have done, I think we could have done the audio, right? but doing the video side of it, you, you would have never let me do this. Probably not. Probably right. not. I no. mean, you know, and, and there was always, the, you know, I post a picture and I look terrible. I mean, you still say that <laughs> you, you were giving me that yesterday uh, when I was uh, cutting the uh, promo video yeah. um, that, God, no, you don't. You look great. Oh, I know. No, it wasn't that one. It was the 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 cookie video when we were at Harris Teeter. Oh, you made yeah, that yeah, about yeah, the yeah. TikTok I made. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was that and the confidence thing? But there's one thing that you've talked about um, over the years in your career as a pharmacist has been the way you were treated uh, when you were working and treated by not just customers but treated by co-workers treated by superiors uh over the years because of well i mean and you have a hard enough time because of gender straight Mm -hmm. up i will be the first one to say the patriarchy sucks and i will say that to the day i date the patriarchy sucks and you know it, it does it's a reality that we live in and you have had to deal with so much with that. But on top of that, the weight, the appearance, the confidence that you didn't have when you were going into situations. And at the same time, the respect that you deserve as a healthcare professional that you didn't get because of that. Yeah, there's some, there is definitely some of that. There was, I'll never forget, in, uh, when I worked in, 
in Edenton, there was a man who I would not do something. I, I can't remember what I wasn't. Uh, I, I don't know. He wasn't getting his prescription fast enough or something. He was irritated. And he just screams out. He said, well, if you'd move your fat, your fat. And he literally said, your fat ass, maybe you could get something done. And my right. partner looked at me and he said, if you want to go out there and um, knock him out, it's okay with me. You know, <laughs> I mean, it didn't matter. There's people everywhere. It right. didn't matter. And actually, his wife called me later that night and apologized. But, uh, you know, the damage the was the done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, man. the, yeah. Yeah, the man's uh, wife. But, you know, the damage is done. And yeah. there's another knock against you. But, right. again, though, through the time, I didn't. I really always thought of myself as a pretty strong person, but I, looking back, I, I, I definitely can see it. So mm-hmm. what I would like to say or get out there to people is don't be what Emily was. Don't be ashamed of your size. Don't let that. It's very hard. But I see, like, I'm a huge TikTok person, so don't judge. But I love looking at these bigger-sized people who are just confident they're wearing even just a simple thing like wearing a bikini. I mean, how many times did I go to the beach and be like, oh, my God, I could never do that. I have got 10 cover-ups or whatever. It it doesn't matter. I I wish I could take away all of that shame that I felt, all that felt. Because no matter what size you are, you are a human being. You have valid feelings. You have valid thoughts. You have valid opinions. And that should be listened to no matter what your size. And so I wish, I just wish I could take from people that that shame away or that feeling away or that insecurity away and people have it so the only thing I can do other than taking away someone's feelings with that is to empower them to feel differently and let them know that I think you are a valid human being no matter what your size is and it is okay there are plenty of people I mean I follow lots of people who are um big in and they're doing a lot more athletic things and they're more athletic than other people and I follow them and I'm amazed by them and so my point in bringing that up is size is just what we see on the outside. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what the capabilities are on the inside. So yeah. for me, it's given me confidence, but what it also has given me is I want to take that away from other people who don't feel it. And you know, that's one thing I, I, I have thought and it kind of popped in my head as we were talking here is, you know, talking about our journey, our weight loss journey. And at the same time, realizing that, there are people who don't have the ability, the tools at the ready that we've been fortunate enough to have to do this. And there are those who it, it won't work. Um, and it won't at, you know, and fat shaming, which Mm -hmm. our pop culture does just, you know, does our Mm -hmm. pop culture does, does it. And we've lived with it our entire lives. We've been given away now to lessen that. Um, that's one thing I don't want people who've seen us and we talk about this and we're sharing it here so openly is that it's, it's okay. If, if you are comfortable in the size that you are and you're living the life and you're happy, that's great. I always said that to you. That's one thing I was very, adamant about since we met in 1991 until when you when we had kids I've never been concerned about appearance it has never appearance has never been something with you with anyone so so I will tell full transparency um Sam has always always been like you're so beautiful you're the most beautiful person um I I love you big I mean he he has always 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 been that way so the last year I several times will go to him I'll say he'll say oh you look you you look beautiful today you look so nice today you just you just look amazing and I'm like so did you really like me when I was big (laughs) or were you just saying that he's like Em I've loved you no matter what and I thought you're beautiful the whole way through and that Sam being supportive like that means 
more than he will probably ever know but it does again make you question yourself like yeah. like it's just a it's just an insecurity thing like oh did he really think i looked good what and and you know it, it's not about looks and everything y'all that's not what i'm but no, it is it's not but it is very important and i also think it's important when you talk about people not having the resources to, to do the things that we've been able to do, which is very, very valid. Yeah. Um, I also think it's important to people who out there and if in, and, and who don't want to do that, that is a hundred percent your choice. Yes. You be you. And, um, I love that for everybody. I want everyone to feel comfortable, but for those who would like to make the change and I can't get approved. I mean, I can't tell you how, I mean, I've, uh, I've fielded a lot of questions yeah. this week's about uh, this week. Um, about, Hey, what, what, how can I help me figure out a coupon or help me figure out this? Um, which I'm so glad that means people were listening and they, <laughs> they sent me messages, yeah. but, um, but then there are those people who are trying, who can't maybe get the tools that we've had. Um, I've had the surgery. Let's talk about the tools. I mean, I've had the surgery right. and I've had the, the shot. So, I mean, yeah. I, I'm very blessed to have both of those. But then there are people who are just trying the 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 trying to eat less and the exercise more. The you know the whole theory less in more out, um, burning calories, and they're not getting anywhere. I want you all to know that you just keep doing that, and that there's nothing that you are doing wrong. There's so much more to weight loss than just the calories in, calories out. Mm -hmm. That is part of it, but that is by far not the only part of it. So you could be doing everything. I can't, I mean, I just can't tell you like how many times I've been told, um, oh, you must be eating more, you must be cheating because you didn't lose any weight. No, I followed it to a T, and I still didn't lose a single yeah. pound or single ounce, right. and that's because there's there's hormones, there's other things going on in your body. So I just really, really want people to understand, one, it's okay to love yourself. Mm -hmm. It's important to love yourself no matter where you are um, and that your weight shouldn't define you. And um, unfortunately, I let it define me for a big part of my life. And it's partially defining me now, truth be told. But, um, um, but I also want those who are trying and not getting where they want to get or as fast as they want to get there, just know that it's not you keep 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 plugging away and it may click it may not click but these things with insurances and these medications and stuff that you may be wanting to get it's, it's all evolving too and it's changing and I really have high hopes that within a year or two this is going to become more of a standard the, as we call it in pharmacy school the gold standard what's right. the gold standard yeah. so um anyway there is um well, yeah, and, and yeah, I mean, and one thing I wanted this year, you know, you talk about the confidence in yourself and I, and one thing I've, I was never concerned about appearance. I didn't care. I mean, you know, look at some of the stuff I wear. Um, I, I, you know, I do at least try not to mix colors. I have a thing about wearing blues and blues. It's gotta be the, it's, I'm not wearing the same shade blue and blue, or I'm not wearing, you know, I'm going to wear khakis and I'm going to wear or khaki shorts or whatever. And it's going to be something. I'm not wearing a tan shirt with khakis. I'm not going out and looking like, um, uh, I would, well, I would, I'm trying to think about it. Uh, who am I trying to think of? Uh, I'm not going to look like man in a yellow suit. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. although Glenn pulled that costume off. Perfectly. Very well, oh, Glenn did. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about a costume he wore for, uh, for um, Harper's birthday back in, and, and rolls up in the, that was, that was pretty cool. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that one thing that I, would think about when I was carrying all this weight, even this past season in lacrosse and in previous years, and I go back and think about it now, I was like, you know, the I never heard it, but I knew it had to be said. 
I knew it had to be. What's that that guy doing out there running up now and what? You know, uh, you know, somebody you know heckling oh. you or something like that. I never heard it. One reason being that we're far enough to feel off the sidelines. You don't hear what comes out of you. Hear it from the coaches. You don't hear it from the fans. The other tools we have a tool in lacrosse that uh, you don't like it. Go to the parking lot and it's a pretty quick trigger. Everybody's kind of it's a little different than other sports I've worked. Um, but knowing that there's now a different level of maybe respect because you at least look the part. Right. We always talk about looking the part when you're doing that type of work. You may not be, you may be one of the worst officials out, but if you look like you know what you're talking about, if you look like if you've got sharp signals and all that stuff, you can get away with being not a great official because your partners will carry it. But, you can get away with it if you look the part. If you come out there with your shirt tail half hanging out, that was a big thing with me. It's, it's still a big thing I give partners. You're on a tangent. No, I'm not. This is about confidence. It's about oh, the same okay. thing with the weight okay. loss thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Big I'm thorry. thing with me was my shirt tails would not stay in having that spare tire. And I wore larger size and larger size to get them. I, find, I bought shorts. We, had, we can buy shorts that actually have in the in the waistband to keep your shirt tail in so that you look sharp at all times they sell belts for it um that was a big thing for me was that my because of that gut my shirt tail would come out yeah and you know you're working four or five six games in a tournament and eventually you know i'm constantly tucking it in and i've got a certain way i do it and all this stuff now i don't have to worry about that now granted now i've got to figure out how i can buy the shirts and these ain't cheap uh, buy the shirts that downsize because I can't get the ones I like because they're not making them anymore. Um, mm. You know, they're shifting. Our, you got to worry about your shorts falling off they're running down the field. I, I got to worry about shorts <laughs> falling off when running down the field because I like to wear a certain pair of shorts, a certain type of shorts when you're doing this. I got a certain type of belt. I got a certain type of shoes. I'm very, as Emily was giving me a hard time, you are such a diva because I was trying to get my headphones right. I play with the mic all the show. <laughs> I'm over here adjusting knobs. I'm looking here. So what I'm saying is that by not having that part of me anymore, I'm able to concentrate more on something else where I was always worried about how I looked when I was out there. And again, being someone who never cared about his appearance, didn't care, you know, mm-hmm. I, I had a big thing about, you know, you had the shelf going on and I can still do it. I mean, I can lay back and get the shelf. Well, he had the <laughs> shelf. Well, let's remember when James was born, he was colicky or whatever. Oh, we, yeah. could, we could not get him. The shelf was handy. <laughs> and the only way James for like the first three weeks of his life yeah. slept was literally across was, your belly. We yeah. stretched it. You stretched your belly. With, That's right. It was perfect. To yeah, it was. It worked. And it worked with Waylon. Yes. If you think about it, our yes. grandson, yes. we work with Your him. Belly. Yeah. Um, so that that part, I for me, the other thing was, and and I, I don't think I've ever told you this until we, you know, we were prepping for the show, and I mentioned mm-hmm. it. And you, I don't think it, you it, right. I was actually worried about coming oh, down the stairs. Yeah, he I that coming down the stairs when we, and this is the first house I've lived in that had well, second house, third. Well, okay, we've had multiple houses. It's the first time I've lived in a house where the bedrooms were upstairs; they were on the second floor. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I've ever lived in a house like that. And as things progressed and it was a combination of the weight and not and going down the stairs was very concerning for me. Like I was taking them one at a time. Right. Uh, right up until, you know, we started dro- until I started dropping the weight. Now, I'm boom, 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 boom. I, I had no problem running upstairs. Would I be out of breath? 
Yes, yeah. I would. And as soon as he would get upstairs, I'd say, hey, can you go downstairs and get me a snack? <laughs> <laughs> I still do that. I'm like, I'm now I text. I'm like, hey, before you come upstairs, yeah, bring me. Right. Not supposed to do that. But, but it was, uh, it was, that was something that I've noticed went away. Where now I'm, you know, I'm okay with it. Even with the lights on, you know, you come down in the middle of the, for whatever reason, not having the lights on when I was doing morning shows and I'd leave at 4.30 in the morning, you know, I didn't want to turn all the lights on just because, you know, invariably, not that you weren't awake anyway, because I'm noisy, uh, even though I'm thinking I'm being quiet, but just something as simple as going down the stairs. It, it was amazing how this transition, that concern that fear went away uh on top of not having the knee pain and the the leg pain that went on the swelling that was another part you know that went yeah. away with not having to take a, a diuretic because my ankles were swollen constantly or, um, or mine mine used yeah. to look like elephant ankles if i had to work more right. than two shifts in a row i was yeah i used to joke with the doctor joke with the doctor huh. that um you could you could put divots in my leg and serve chip and dip because they were so swollen. There's a term for that. What is that term? Pitting edema. Pitting, thank you. Pitting edema, thank you. I knew that term. I had it I learned some of the stuff that she, in those seven years, that she was actually going to class, and I was sitting in press boxes and on buses and planes and watching James Bond marathons and things like that. We're still going to tell that story one day. Um, But uh, I did pick up a few things. Just a few. Even flunking human anatomy twice, I did pick up a few things. (laughs) For not showing up, not for, not well, not showing up. Anyway. Yeah. So there's, there's, those are some of the things. Some of the things and, with the weight loss. Story. And you know, there's we we will probably touch on it a million more times. Yeah. But I you just know. um, I just want wanted people to know right. that, that you know love yourself, love yourself how you are, mm-hmm. and if you want to change anything, change it. Don't be afraid to change it. And you know, sometimes right. um. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I'm very adamant that people, it is okay to be who you are and how you are. And for women, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny, but for women, especially once you start to hit menopause, it's it's no joke where things where things tend to settle and things go tend to tend to be, and it's harder things to tend budge. To show up when you least expect them. <laughs> so you know, it's um, <laughs> it, it's definitely um, it's all it's all in there, and and just give yourself grace and love yourself. But those are just some of the changes that I've noticed. There you go. All right. All right. It is the Sam and M podcast. It's brought to you by statelinepowerwash.com. Here at samwalkerobxnews.com. Let's see. Do we want to talk about uh, the other uh, thing that we mentioned? I think I I, I do want to. Only because today, tonight, this time we're recording this, I could sit on a Wednesday evening. um, Five years ago tonight, uh, you know, Little did we know what would happen four weeks later, three weeks later, but five years ago tonight was the last time that all five of us ate a meal, sit down meal, just the five of us together. Yep. Yeah. And, it popped um, up in Facebook memories today. Yeah. I didn't cry when it did earlier, but <laughs> no. now you got me crying. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no. Um, someone, uh, my cousin in Ohio had asked me, Chris. um, Chris, my cousin, yeah. Chris, yep. Um, had watched the first podcast and she, um, had shared it and then she sent, uh, put a message underneath it or a comment or whatever. And she, um, she, she asked, um, she thanked me for talking about grief just briefly. And then she said, but for someone who's a non griever, how do you help a griever? Someone who's not had a tragedy in their life of that magnitude. How, yeah. What, how, what can we do? What, what can what do I you, do? What can I do? 
And I happen to know that my cousin, Chris, um, shortly after a year, maybe it was a year after Jonathan, uh, her dear best friend, her son died in a motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have, I have talked to Chris several times about her friend and, um, what she's gone through. Um, and so my, my, my answer to Chris was, um, just listen. Um, someone, if, if, if you have a friend grieving in, um, or a family member or whatever, somebody who's grieving, if you just listen, I, I'd probably say Jonathan's name way too much. I love all my friends who let me, mm-hmm. <laughs> they let me share. Um, God, I didn't think I would get upset. Sorry. I didn't. Um, but I am. Oh, well. Um, I did the same time you just said it. Uh, someone who's not grieving, they've, they've, they actually, you know, we've been very fortunate to have friends who are like, man, I love that you talk about him all the time, that you don't hide that, uh, that, that you said, you know, like you said, I, you feel like, we feel like, Sometimes we say it too much. We talk about it too much. And then we get that return from our, when we're talking to someone, no, please talk about them. And at the same time, when we talk to someone who's not grieving. That's what I told my cousin. I said, say their name. I love it when I hear, I mean, I may cry, but I love it when I hear someone say Jonathan's name. Someone else says his name. And I love yeah. it when they tell me a little story that I didn't know, or even if it's one I know, like the kids yeah. will sit around and, yeah. and tell stories and, you know, it just, um, mm-hmm. that does help. I mean, it, it's, it's a wound that's always there that you don't, you think it's deep down and then it's not. And, um, so for those of you who are helping people grieve or who are around people who are grieving, um, it's important to just listen, let them talk, but it's also important to tell, um, tell the stories <laughs> to, you know, tell them or, or mention their, their yeah. loved one's name. And, um, I do want to say, and I said it in the first podcast, but, um, someone came back to work yesterday after being gone for months, their mother had um, passed away and it was, I saw them for the first time yesterday. I'm right. not sure when they came back, but this week, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went out and I asked how she was and she said, uh, I know it's nothing, it's nothing like what you went through. Yeah. And I, I just, I just, embraced her and I said and I mean this and I say this all the time and I just I probably will say it 5,000 more times hopefully we'll have 5,000 episodes I'm just joking I'm totally joking but um see. <laughs> we, we'd be old as talking about us. doing dailies for the next 20 years um let's go I, I will always Seven I will days a week <laughs> programming I, I will always say this and I will stand by it and there are there are people who have lost their children who probably would not agree with me your grief is your grief my grief is my grief your grief is no greater. My grief is no greater. We are missing a loved one. We have lost someone very important in our lives. And in doing that, that is our grief to carry and, 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 and not to carry, but our grief that we have. And so I just think it's very, um, I just, I can't ever say that my grief is more. People say, oh, you lost a son. I know it's different. Well, no, No, I I lost someone who I loved. And and yes, did it happen out of the order how life is supposed to happen? Yes. But but in the end, it's just, it's not just a loss. It's a loss of someone dear to me. Someone losing a parent, an aunt, a good friend, a dear friend. I mean, all of those things. Because they're just as much as a family member. Well. I will tell you, I I do understand that, but I will say I would never suggest um, comparing the loss of a pet to a, to a child or a parent in, in there. I'm not saying it's not a grief, 
but I will kind of draw the line a little yeah. bit there. I'll never forget. I was, yeah, yeah, I was at that uh, compassionate friends. Were you at that group? Was I? That was the last time we went. It was. It was. Up in Virginia Beach. Yeah, Compassionate Friends is a is an organization for parents who have lost children, and they just kind of you meet and you kind of it's almost like AA. You is how I picture AA, which I could be completely wrong. So I I I'm just saying in my it's head. It's a support group, but, but it yeah. is a support group. But you go around and you basically tell your each each person who's there. Tell sits, the story. They have a facilitator, but they're not a trained facilitator. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Um. I went for about what four or five months, but it was I came home much more depressed than when I went mm-hmm. because it was some of the stories and some of the different you could just it's palpable the different yeah. emotions that people right. had and some people were very angry and different you know if they lost their child anyway. But I will never forget this one man brought his wife and it was his wife's child who had passed. I mean he was a second husband or whatever, mm-hmm. but I will never forget in a room full of parents who had lost their children. This man said, well, I don't, I don't, I just don't get why she can't get, be okay. I mean, the only thing I compare it to is, um, well, I lost a kitten one time and I guess that was sad. And I swear to you, I thought the facilitator lady, the two ladies, um, were going yeah. to jump through the roof. So, I mean, I'm not saying that that's not a grief. So please, no, please don't not, say, I'm not saying it's yeah, not a grief, yeah, yeah. but I would not say no, it's comparable, it's, but that was, um, that was interesting. And some people, um, a support group like that is good for me. My support group has yeah. been, um, truly has been, my support group has been my, my dear friends and you and the kids. And I did go to, um, I did go to a, two different counselors, but I mm-hmm. went to one who really, really helped me. And, uh, we, we went through, uh, a process. So that was good. But so for me, right. um, I would say that the last thing I will say is in life, you're taught to kind of look forward always be looking Mm -hmm. forward, not backward, Mm -hmm. um, learn from your mistakes, but always look forward. And ironically, every morning, first thing that pops in my head when I wake up is please let this, let me wake up and it have all been a dream. Um, that still pops in my head. And Mm -hmm. then second, I've reached my phone and I look for my Facebook memories. So I look for my past. Right. And the days that there are good pictures, it's a wonderful, Mm Yeah. And, 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 you know, this is, you know, less than a month away. We'll be coming up on five years. So all that stuff is going to be flooding back and, you know, we're not going to make the podcast all about that. That's one thing we're, we're not going to do. We're not going to drag y'all down the dark hole that we have been in on a regular basis. Um, you know, but we're going to be honest and upfront about, you know, that's, our lives and that's part of what the podcast has come from is sharing our lives on a, on a, on a regular basis uh, because we've always done that on social media we've always done that with wherever we are there's always something we're talking about and at the same time we're not just doing it to brag we're doing it just because that's what we do but at the same time we love hearing everybody else's stories we right. love hearing about when they go places and when their kids you know, it, it, you know the, the little, the like, the thumbs up on a Facebook post or the heart or whatever. And, you know, you're thinking, oh, well, it's just somebody being nice. No, we actually do. I, I'll be straight up about it. We love seeing that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 being the sports person that I am for so long, I love seeing that stuff. You know, whether it's it, it first hit in T-ball or they, you know, went four for four 
uh, or you know, score twenty points in a basketball game, or or they're or, getting a college scholarship, or yeah, you exactly, know, or so, someone had know, a grandbaby, or so, whatever. You know, it's sharing all that stuff. So one of the things we talked about with doing this podcast was sharing our experiences, and and that's part of it. All right, I'm 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 bringing the show back up now. Okay, I apologize. Not your favorite here transition. But anyway, tiki tiki room. Yes, you don't like tiki room, so I do not like the tiki. I room. have an idea for closing the show. I have some closing music. I think we both agree, which most people will say earworm. Thanks a lot, and they'll never listen again. But anyway. <laughs> let's talk about this past weekend because you went to South Carolina and you went to run again uh, in a very very cool place uh, just a quick wrap up on how things were defusky island south kakalaki it was a wonderful wonderful weekend real quick i had mentioned pat conroy uh-huh. Um, yes. And on Prince the, of Tides was the other book that he wrote. He, probably he's best known for is The Prince of Tides. Prince of Tides and what? The Great Santini? And The Great Santini. Did yes. Yep. Um, but this book was The the Water Wide. Yeah. The right. Water Wide, which is. Uh, is that uh, what it was called? Yeah. The Water Wide. Yeah. Which is about the Fusky Island. Um, anyway, on our very cold and windy ferry ride over, uh, I started talking with ladies across from us as I will always be talking to people around me who I don't know. <laughs> I am a little chatterbox. Um, anyway, I was mentioning how we had been talking about this book and the, the, the woman says, Oh yeah, my mom was an English teacher with him and my aunt was very good friends with Pat Conroy. Wow. Um, so, you know, so it was kind of cool just getting yeah. over there. Um, it was so windy and so cold if anyone is um has seen any of my pictures on facebook they were laughing my girlfriends were laughing at me the whole weekend because i was like the homeless lady like i had on a hat <laughs> i had on a sweatshirt i'm not gonna throw on. it up on the screen i don't have it set up tonight to do that but i, I, would I throw definitely looked like a homeless uh, like a like a homeless person <laughs> um that was probably like a thousand years old but i was freezing but uh. um i was so proud of myself and um proud of my girlfriends and proud of um Especially me and Stephanie. I'm going to give a shout out to Stephanie. Stephanie and I of our group are the slower ones. And Stephanie had a fractured foot. Yeah. Without her um, brace on or without her boot on. Oh, now you're she, in control with her doctor. Well, we're hoping not. But anyway, she and I, we kind of all took off at different paces. Uh-huh. And um, about like, you know, everyone's got different intervals. So yeah. we kept passing each other. So about mile two, we were like, screw it let's just all stay together and miss carrie cahill was our leader Mm -hmm. and carrie was like 30 second run 30 second walk and curtain cats yep but she was she took on the leadership role and i have to say i've never done the whole half marathon that way and i made it like i made it to mile two doing literally i was doing 30 run one minute walk which I found out that you should never walk more than 30 seconds. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. So anyway. Really? We, yep. So okay. uh, so we did it, and I made it all the way to like mile 12.25, and then I, I walked a lot more than I ran. But still, I was down to the last yeah. mile. Um, usually, y'all, I give up about mile eight and walk the last five. <laughs> so I was so proud of myself. And Stephanie did it, too. We, we both did it. We hadn't really trained to do that. Right. So I think had we not had Miss um, Cahill being our our um our leader though yeah. we might not have so i was so proud i mean my time was still like we still were like 315 mm-hmm. 320 but um 
but I, 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 I feel positive that I can get back on track with my running in my intervals. So that was really good. Um, Sylvia, I got to give a shout out to Sylvia. She had been training for a marathon, but then the girls decided not to do marathon. They switched to half that morning. She got up and she ran the marathon, not having trained more than 18 miles. And she did phenomenal. Um, so the race itself was great. Um, Another girl with us, my friend from Savannah, she did, Sarah, she did the um, the marathon too. Um, Amy did it in like two hours and 15 minutes. Like everyone did amazing. I mean, everyone she did, did the half. She did the half, yeah. but Amy did it like fast. The right. rest of us were right. like there. But um, it was amazing. My only frustration, and I've read this on different blogs and stuff, and I hadn't really witnessed it myself, and I am a slow runner. I mean, I'm going to come in the back of the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, for those marathoners, like the last 15 or 20, they didn't have any food. They didn't have any water. Or uh, like the water was like they they've been, they've been packing up. up. So I really, really felt bad for them. And I would, I, I, I would, I don't mean anything bad because I do think these race, the, the people who run the race are good. I mean, I think they are and, good. And, and, and full disclosure, most everybody who does that part of it are volunteers. They yes. volunteer their time to be out there to hand people water cups and get splashed with water. And, uh, and but they and, ran out of. I mean, they, they, ran, they out. ran out of food. They, oh, they did not. Ran out. They did not run out of waters. They had just put those up. Uh, now the beer and the well, the beer was empty, but the Trulies were still there. Okay, but um, right. which our group may have brought quite a few of those <laughs> back because they were like, we don't want to take these off the island. We're like, yeah. we'll do that for you. Right. But um, so that was a frustrating thing. Um, they didn't have that. And mm. if you've run a freaking marathon, my God, yeah. you you, and then you still have like a. 30, 40 minute ride, ferry ride back. Right. And you got I mean, nothing. You got nothing. Luckily I had, um, I had saved like a bag of potato chips. So I gave those to Sylvia, but so mm-hmm. she had some salt and that, but that kind of, that kind of stunk. Yeah. Um, but it, it's not in general, I would still highly, highly suggest this race. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were probably enough people frustrated that they'll be, but I have heard that before where races pack up. I had it happen in Pennsylvania when I did my Pennsylvania state. Like, yeah, that's right. like they were like completely like, yeah. oh, there's three people on the course. Uh-huh. So, you know, and they had given eight And the frustrating is they had given eight hours time yeah. limit. So legitimately people there's sign up stay for, for eight yeah. hours or everybody finishes. Right. Now, then you get into the situation of, of the Disney runs, which do have uh, sweepers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do sweep people off the course. The, the, the infamous balloon ladies who mm-hmm. run a 16 mile pace in the half and they the, didn't, they walk it, they walk a 16 mile pace in the half. And I think it's, is it 16? 16? The whole, everything is a six. They it's a are. 16 mile. Yes. So it's every race is a 16 mile. And because partially because of where those races are, and it's no different than if they rerun, through a downtown area that there is a point where you've got to get these people off the course because you've got these people have been out for 10 12 hours especially in races because they start at 7 a.m 6 a.m 5 a.m 4 a.m what's our start times for for run five. disney five it used to be 5 30 like 5 30 so yeah so and you know they've got to sweep them um but at the same time at least stay long enough to uh, uh, provide the services to every competitor, and then once you sw- and once you sweep, then you know that makes sense. Well, and I could understand if they had even gone down to like just a small table at a tent, like, hey, here's yeah. the waters, here's this, whatever. They right. still had the they still had the thing up where you crossed, and they said your name and everything. Yeah, but okay, so you still had to finish. Yeah, yeah you still, yeah. Had the you still got to do that, that part. But, was yeah. and that part is key. That probably that's more important than just the medal. That's 
the health of your competitors. Yes, yeah. That's the health of the participants. So I think that they'll work on doing that better. Yeah. And just a side note about balloon ladies, they are not Disney endorsed. Exactly. They are not, that's they not are, something. They are, that is a thing. They are a group of ladies that live there in Orlando. They have a podcast that's pretty cool to listen right. to. But Dis- Disney is very clear. We can sweep the balloon ladies. You do not make the balloon ladies your your that's your, not your, your target yeah. that's not your thing they can sweep you at any point They're they haven't you. but i'm just saying right they yeah. do make it very they clear. use but they they kind of they they register just like the rest of us and they go out there and and do it but they do it to give everyone a visual marker of this is the point you need to get your butt up mm-hmm. or you, you're done unfortunately uh you're running that you ran the half into fusky island on saturday and i was going to try and do it uh, do my own half i just decided i think friday night i think decided maybe thursday no, I when we were at the store on thursday yeah we thursday like, yeah, i mentioned it. yeah I, I, and i think i said on the podcast i was going to do a half and i did pushed it to sunday which was actually a better weather situation is why i pushed it to sunday so i did a solo half here on the island Ran from our house to the campground and back, and then from our house did the streets. There's two streets, but uh, two of the streets between here and uh, the other end of the island, uh, and we did it, and then and came back. So, mm-hmm. which was at the same time as the Disneyland half marathon, and it was uh, the coast to coast situation because they had the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend the week before. This past weekend was the Disneyland. Uh, races, which was the first time since 18, uh, 19, mm-hmm. pre-pandemic. Probably, Way pre-pandemic. Actually, probably 17. 17 right? Yeah, so it was the first time. And we've seen more than one post in the Disney blogs and the Run Disney um, Facebook groups that it was not, it was a, a different experience. If you've never run a Walt Disneyland race, you're not on property. You're pretty much, you know, because Disneyland fits inside Magic Kingdom, essentially, mm-hmm. at Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World covers 43 square miles, 27,000 acres, or used to. But it, The knowledge you have. Uh, but you stay on property the whole time there. So that's why there's character experiences, and there's all this stuff that's out on the full course. At Disneyland, you're running in Anaheim. You're running the streets of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did see somebody compare the Angels... Uh, stadium mm-hmm. to the Blizzard Beach experience. Oh, that okay. the, the Blizzard Beach parking parking lot experience. That was awful at the uh, marathon. But yeah, uh, the the you run through the parking lot at Blizzard Beach at what mile? Eighteen, eighteen, maybe sixteen, 16 too. 18. 18, yeah. I mean, who knew the parking lot was like a mile and a half? And that's it after is. having run through Animal Kingdom, which is the hottest part of the yes. entire place. With similar situation, I guess, with what happened out in, in California. But you're running the streets of Anaheim. The city of Anaheim and the residents there really supported the race this year, not so much. And I think part of it is because it had been so long. So right. those are a couple of things we had heard about this. But anyway, back to us, because it's all about us. Um, <laughs> is I did a half because I felt like so my second half. No, third. I mean, because we did the one New Year's Day. Yeah. But this was really the one I done, did solo. I stuck to the 30, 45. Mm-hmm. I, I, I made two minute sprint at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Then that's a quarter mile, walk a quarter mile up to to the stop sign mm-hmm. and then do a 30, 45 and did that the whole way. I think I might've skipped one or two. I was shooting some video to the TikTok. Um, and then I, what was my time? I was like 250, 250. Mm-hmm. So I was under three. It was really, I think, of, I think by Shamrock you can be at probably two. 240. 240? I think you can take another 10. Oh, yeah, I think okay. you can. All right. Well, anyway. I will not be, but you <laughs> can. 
So, uh, so even though we're not running together, we're running together. That's the yeah. thing about it. And it's, you know, it just goes back to, because we call it the Sam and M podcast at samwalkerobxnews.com for a reason. It's, it's Sam and M because we try to do all this stuff. And that was one thing about the running part of it. And we're going to wrap it up here is that, you know, I got into this and now I feel guilty that I'm taking you away from the experiences you had with your close friends for all these years. Uh, you know, whether it's the show up, you know, with the, when I showed up at the, at the marathon last year and that literally was get off a plane, I got off a plane, drove to, I got off a plane, went to the hotel, w- slept for two hours, got up, which I should have never even got in the hotel room. I should have just drove straight to the Epcot parking lot and slept there and showed up and then got on the plane that night and flew home. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that was, I was specific about, it. I did not want to take away the experience that you and Amy had because that was a team thing. That was the two of you did the same thing, showed up at princess, ended up staying longer cause I drove. So I ended up staying and ended up going to the parks with you guys on that Sunday after the half, but still I didn't want to be involved with, you know, taking away the experience. And it's one thing I felt guilty about was getting into the running now and I'm showing up to all the events. Well, you're not showing up to all of them cause well, no. we're not letting you. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. It's decided, right? There you go. It's decided. All right. So that's how things went with uh, for you. Uh, Defusky, me doing my own solo half around here. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here because we're, we're up on the, on the 60. Um, some of the stuff at samwalkerobxnews.com. You recognize this music, by the way? Ellen's Energy Adventure, oh. which we loved. Mm. Although you I didn't like it. the raid, vo- you hated the ride vehicles. That was where the dinosaurs were. That's now, of course, Guardians at Epcot. All right, uh, some of the stuff we got: SamWalkerOBXNews.com. Uh, the Dare Housing Task Force is meeting Thursday. We're recording this Wednesday. The meeting Thursday morning. You're not going to hear this till Thursday night. So anyway, live blog there, and I'll wrap it as well. Uh, Pirates Cove Marina Souls that was announced uh, on Tuesday. For just over $7 million, got the deets about that. And, of course, with the cold snap we've had this week, that, yeah, that means cold stun, two, two things, actually. I didn't even think about this until just now. Cold stun sea turtles showing up on the sound side, especially on Hatteras and Ocracoke and on the ocean side, really on the sound side. Stole, stole, stone cold locks. Uh, it's cold stunned speckled trout. Oh. That's something to consider as well. And the inland, the inland creeks and rivers, the Pamlico Sound, they go into the deep holes. The water drops rapidly, and they turn up floating up. So hopefully we don't get those because that's what ends up. We can't catch speckled trout at all for half the year. So anyway, just a couple of things we got for you at samwalkerobxnews.com. So that's uh, that's what's there. Uh, it's just about time to wrap the show. Anything, any final stuff you want to get to? No, I think it's... Okay, all right. Well, then uh, just make sure you like and follow and subscribe and hit the bell on your favorite podcast app. You'll find us there, Facebook, YouTube. Thanks for everybody that has joined us uh, on all the different platforms we're up at. Thanks for all of our uh, founders at samwalkerobxnews.com. Make sure you hit the five stars. Make sure you're interacting with us. Give us your thoughts, topics for future episodes. We'd love to hear that. So shoot us the DMs. Uh, shoot us the comments on your favorite podcast platform. We love to see that stuff. Uh, of course, it's samwalkerobxnews at gmail.com if you want to email us. Otherwise, hit us on the DMs on the social media. And again, uh, we are brought to you by Stateline Power Wash. 
Thanks, boys. Thank you so much for jumping Thank on you. board. Thank you. Locally owned and operated by Parker and Smith Hammer. Uh, pressure washing, painting, concrete floor ceiling, serving the Outer Banks of Northeastern North Carolina with over 145 star reviews on the Google. Uh, schedule now for winter and early spring discounts at statelinepowerwash.com for free estimates. All right. All right. We're closing the show. I was going to go it's with a Brayden. small world. I know. I was going to go gonna with You're going to lose Glenn. You're going to lose Glenn. I've lost Glenn. <laughs> now he's done. <laughs> Our pal Glenn Yarbrough is already done because of that Sorry, earworm. Glenn. But uh, I was debating between Great Big Beautiful tomorrow, and I couldn't find a version I liked. i got to go through and rip, do some of my rips that I like to do off. I, I think I just saw that. Wasn't it an anniversary of that? The carousel? Oh. The progress? I feel like I saw it was what? an anniversary of that. Okay, i got to go. Next time. Thanks. Rabbit hole. That's where I'm going down tonight. All right, guys. Everyone thank have a you. great week. Have a great week. We'll see you next time on the Sam and M podcast. Bye. Bye.